Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our eight best ball buys episode. So we're going to be going through, and based off of their current ADP, we're going to give you, each of us are going to give you two players that we think you should be buying at their current ADP. You know, these are guys we think that may rise by the time, you know, July and August come, or even if they don't rise, we still think they're buys. So, Corey, do you want to start us off here with number eight? Number eight, we got our favorites um, player to talk about, most bipolar, bipolar, but most um, not bipolar. Controversial. Polarizing. 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 Polaroid. Yeah, we got the most interesting man in the world right now, um, and that is going to be Deshaun Watson. Um, his current ADP on underdog this is all stuff off of underdogs adp website sites um going to be Deshaun watson he's coming at 73.9 so the 73 74 range in terms of where he's being taken um that puts him at the qb9 off the board so in terms of you know where we are right now and obviously you know his performance last year was not subpar it was it was not great um like we've referenced beforehand um, I, I think with him, with another year under his belts, uh, you know, getting back into the game flow, um, you know, being comfortable in Cleveland, I, I think he can. I mean, I honestly think he can end up as a top five quarterback, um, you know, in the league this year with you know what they have built around him. Um, you know, they have a solid offense, um, and he sells a rushing upside as well. Um, there's a couple quarterbacks in front of him who don't have the the upside with their legs. Uh, so at seventy three. Um, I, I think he can definitely this is a good place to buy him right now. All right. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. He's I think people just are taking their own personal bias into it and they just don't like him. But I mean, where he's going in drafts, I think he's definitely a value. All right, Alex. Yeah. Uh, so I've got Brandon Cooks here. Current ADP is around the 84 range, which puts him at wide receiver. Uh, is this right? Wide receiver 41. Um, so Brandon Cooks has put up a thousand plus yards in six of the nine seasons that he's played in the league. The three years that he didn't were his rookie year, a year where he had Jared Goff throwing him the ball, and last year with all of the Texans quarterbacks and whatever was going on there. Um, so I think him and CD Lamb are going to present some matchup nightmares for DBs. They're, I think, going to be pretty interchangeable in terms of playing the inside and the outside. And I think they're going to be put in leverage spots. And Cooks hasn't really been on a team recently where he has been the number two guy. Um, so he's seen a lot of double teams and not great quarterback play. Uh, both of which he's getting an upgrade in, um, and and so I think I think he's going to be probably closer to like wide receiver thirty five thirty here towards the start of the season and uh, and finish around there as well. All righty. Oh, my next shoot. I didn't even look at the list here. Okay, number three, David Montgomery. Right now he's going. At pick 86, you know, kind of the beginning of the eighth round, which is RB27 currently on underdog. And I think a lot of this is just because they drafted uh, Gibbs pretty early. But, 
I mean, Detroit has one of the best offensive lines in the league. Gibbs is, you know, I think he'll be utilized in the in the pass catching game a lot more, but I think David Montgomery is still going to be that guy on the goal line. I mean, we saw Jamal Williams lead the league in touchdowns last year. Uh, now David Montgomery, who I believe is more talented than him, is kind of going to be that short yardage back. Uh, so I, I think David Montgomery could easily be a top 20 running back. So I'm taking him quite often uh, in this range to get my either like second or third running back. Or if I'm going a zero running back strategy, I like getting him as my first one. Definitely. All right, Nick. All right. on to another winner here. We have DJ Chark. He is currently ranked as wide receiver 61. For a guy who is debatably going to be the wide receiver one on the Carolina Panthers, uh, I think this is maybe one of the best values you could get in a late-round underdog draft. Uh, Their only other options right now are Adam Thielen, who's like going to be 33 years old when the season starts, and um, Jonathan Mingo, who's a rookie. So he's kind of the only proven guy on this roster that's like still in his prime. And, uh, you know, I think they obviously have the number one pick uh, throwing him the ball. So I really like his chances here, I think, for a flyer this late. Like, I'm I'm even drafting him ahead of his ADP a little bit, maybe a round or two, because I think he is, you know, for like one of the last rounds of a draft, the best value you could get in a potential wide receiver one, like I was saying. So um, look no further than DJ Chark to, to win your underdog drafts. <laughs> Yeah, I've been targeting him a ton. And I and like, yeah, whenever you can get like potential wide receiver ones this late, I mean, yeah. you just gotta smash them. Well, especially when guys like him. what Rob I'm trying to think of guys going around him, but it it's pretty ugly. So yeah, I love him. Uh, All right. Corey? Yep. Coming in here at uh this is number four on uh our buy list of um we haven't talked about tight end yet, so we will jump in here with Tyler Higby. Currently, right now, he is the 19th uh, tight end taken off the board with his AT, ADP around 150 or 160, sorry, um, which is really surprising in terms of, I know last year he was really like the only target um, on that team in terms of the receiving options. I mean, last year he finished um, fourth among tight ends and targets with 108, um, 72 receptions. 620 receiving yards um, and the measly three touchdowns, which obviously um, burns you in the end there because t- I mean, we, we know tight ends, um, you know, if it's not the top three, um, you know, tight touchdowns are really what's going to drive up their value. Um, now, now in terms of tight ends going before him, I, I'm just going to quickly throw this out there because it's pretty nutty to name some of these tight ends. Um, Taysom Hill, who's, you know, the gadget player is ahead of him. Juwan Johnson, Juwan Johnson, you know, he came on late last year. Um, Dawson Knox. Um, and then even higher than that, you got a couple crazy ones like Chig, um, Okwanku from the Titans, Greg Dulich. Nailed I mean, it. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy that some of these Titans are going before him. I, I think he can be production-wise with Matthew Stafford behind the um, in, in the quarterback position there again and not hurt. I think you can kind of see where he finished when they went on their Super Bowl run uh, two years ago, where he finished extremely high and was very productive. 
Um, I think 160 is way too low for him. I think he should be definitely probably like a top, I'd say top 12 tight end right now in, in my eyes. All right. Yep. All right. So next guy we got on the board here is Samaje Pirine. Um, current ADP is 116 ish, putting him at RB 38. Um, so Samaj P. Ryan obviously moves on from the Cincinnati Bengals to the Denver Broncos this offseason. Uh, when he was on the Bengals, he put up three top 10 running back fantasy finishes week 11 through 13, two of those being top five finishes while Mixon was hurt. Um, you've got some conflicting reports coming out of Denver about Javante Williams return timetable, how healthy he actually is. And I think even when he does return, they're still likely to split carries. Um, you know, Javante's knee injury was very serious. And so I don't think they're going to be rushing him back into that bell cow position that we thought he might see last year. Um, on top of that, obviously, Sean Payton gets in there this year. Sean Payton loves to run the ball. Um, he was top five in rushing attempts in three of his last five seasons with New Orleans. And so I think Samaje is an extremely solid late round gamble um, with an ADP like this. Another guy, if you go hero zero RB, um, another guy to, to target late here. All right. Yeah, I love uh, Piran. One, the only worry is like if they sign a vet, but you know if it, this is still a guy you take a chance on because he should still get a bunch of the work there in Denver. Um, They're definitely going to sign a vet. I mean, it's just who yeah. they sign. Right. I mean, it's possible they don't, but it, it, I still think where he's going, like he's still going to have some type of role. No, for sure. So, all right, at number two, we got. Daniel Jones right now his ADP is at 102 like it's it's actually falling from like where I've seen him go earlier in the year which I think is wild to me last year he was a top nine fantasy quarterback he was a top five fantasy quarterback in the last half of the regular season and right now he's going at as quarterback 13 yeah I believe it's yeah He's going as quarterback 14. And I think that's like his absolute floor. Like I, I really cannot see someone who just got Darren Waller. You know, they, they have way better pass catchers than they had last year. I mean, he was throwing to absolutely nobody. And, you know, another year in that offense, other day under Dable, he's my favorite quarterback to target currently. Um, I like their playoff schedule in, in best ball getting i think they play the rams in week 17 which is obviously the the biggest week that you play for in these drafts because so much of the prizes are won in that uh final week so i mean daniel jones i, I don't do not see how he doesn't beat his current adp draft him everywhere you can until he starts to get into i know like beneath deshaun watson or at least around there Everyone forgets his rushing upside too. Yeah, is he, I mean, this is what you, he's exactly what you're looking. He's like the prime, and and what's crazy about this year is we've seen these elite quarterbacks completely jump to like the second and third. I mean, the, you have Justin Fields going in like third. We'll get to him later. You have Mahomes, Hurts, out. They're going in like the second round now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
so those guys all jumped up, but then you still have, you know, guys like Deshaun Watson and Daniel Jones, who we both talked about on the show that have the same, maybe not exactly as much upside, but they're there to like stay in the conversation of finishing as a top five quarterback at the position. And you're getting them so much later where you can take a, such a valuable receiver running back in the second round instead. So. I mean, yeah. who would have thought a white guy from Duke could be running around back there and being productive on the ground? Not me. <laughs> he's, he's, he's crushing it. <laughs> um, all right. And last but not least, Nick, num- our number one guy. Okay. Before announcing the name here, we're going to play a little game. Would you take a running back who had the third easiest strength of schedule and who also averaged, as a starter, 20 fantasy points a game? Would you, where would you take him draft wise in a you know in a normal draft? First I mean, couple rounds, yeah. What do we what do we think? Yeah, it would be like a third third rounder. All right. Probably. Now, what if I told you you could get this guy at a hundred ADP? <laughs> well, I think he's. Would you cre- take him? He's, he's crept yeah. up. I think he's, cre- uh, he's creeping he might up. Might be creeping the, up, but he's at ninety now. We got ourselves Alexander Madison. He's going to be the winner of all best ball drafts. Like, if you don't have this guy in the eighth or ninth round, like, you're missing out big time. Let me tell you, if you haven't been paying attention this offseason, Dalvin Cook and the Minnesota Vikings are going through a Tom and Giselle-level breakup right now. (laughs) They're not paying him. He wants out. It's done. Okay. The divorce papers are filed, and Alexander Madison is going to be a starting running back. And what has he done every time that he's started a game? He's gotten 20 fantasy points on average. Lock it in. Yeah. He's yeah. Uh, definitely got to be the biggest buy right now. And, and until that news comes out, then yeah. he's going to skyrocket to the fourth round, third round. Yeah. Just, just when it's going to happen, who knows? If it happens, who knows? I mean, it's more likely to happen than not to happen. So, Get him while it's hot. Yeah, or it's not. I should say. Crazy to think that, like, in the in today's day and age, those things like Twitter banners actually make <laughs> a real life difference. Like that actually plays a factor into into certain things. It's crazy. It's true. All right. Well, that will wrap up our players to buy at current ADP. In our next episode, we will be telling you eight players we think you should be selling and not drafting at all at current ADP. So thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time.